Welcome to the Ultimate Coach Podcast, Conversations from Being, inspired by the book, The Ultimate Coach, written by Amy Hardison and Alan Thompson. Join us each week with the intention of expanding your state of being, and your experience will be remarkable. Remember, this is a podcast about being. It is a podcast about you. To explore more deeply, visit theultimatecoachbook.com. Now, enjoy today's conversation from B. Welcome back to another episode of the Ultimate Coach Podcast. My name is Philip Bartu, and joining us today, we have a man who I consider to be deeply spiritual and also deeply practical, and who's just got a wild sense of humor and such a fun energy. I am so excited to welcome Rafael Wolf to our podcast today. Rafael, welcome. How wonderful to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you so much, Philip. I love that. What a great introduction. I love being that. It's true. I'm not owning anything that's not true right now. So I am 100% on board with that. That's uh, amazing. You know, we've spoken a few times and I have to say every every conversation, everything that you've shared, it's just I've just felt so much wisdom and so much um, connection um, with you. So I'm I'm really excited about what we're going to create today. And, you know, these conversations, we really don't know where we're going to go. And what I love about that is we get to create that together right now in this moment. So, Rafael. What is it you would like to open up with as a way to introduce yourself? Oh, I love that. You know, if, if I had written out my autobiography, I could just like re- read right out of there for you. But like you said, we've had several interactions together. I don't even know if we ever had an intention of where they were going. We've had a lot of great conversations. So let's, let's go wherever, wherever your spirit takes us. I want to welcome your nudges here to create this empowering and impactful podcast, this talk we're going to have, which is really going to shift a lot of people just from who we're showing up to be. So let's just start with um, an introduction for those that are listening to your voice for the first time. Who is Raphael Wolf? I am deeply committed to creativity, to fun, to practical living. I love love taking what I've learned and the things that I've worked through that seem so complicated and concepts that seem so beyond my reach and really learning how simple life is, how simple growth is, how slowing down and being present to what resonates with us is where where the magic is. So I'm someone that that's passionate about that. I'm passionate about speaking about that, helping people have that insight, helping people have that permission. I, I've noticed my journey has all been about giving myself the permission to trust myself, trust my intuition. And I'm someone, and I'm someone besides who is deeply committed to my children, 
with that love that flows out of me and being so grateful for life. If someone wants to know what's one thing I would share with them, it would be exactly that. It would be about how much wisdom and intuition we each have, and that's all we ever need in our life, and how you can trust that. And it's only our self-doubt, our self-negative talk, which gets in our way, which is the only thing we're always ever battling with. Any question we have about what should I do, what's the right thing to do, or even if you were to ask me, what, what should we talk about? I can only get overwhelmed by that question if I think that there's some specific thing we need to talk about. Mm-hmm. If I think that there's, 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 there's some way to have this be the most powerful conversation. And I don't, I don't know what that is. And when I let go of all that, I realize that it is through being present yeah. right here. Yeah. So, you know, we've all, we've all had these moments in our lives that we can really remember and recall so vividly. Typically, it's that one thing that happened or that one instant where you saw the world one way, something happened, and you completely changed in how you saw the world. Like, does that resonate with you? Oh, oh, it did. That that definitely lights me on fire. And and one thing that I'll be honest that I don't like about that question is that it makes it seem like we all have to have that sparking moment. And if somebody feels that they don't have it, like they're missing. I once heard a great coach say, um, you listen to a lot of great other people and they all had like either severe addictions or crazy life-changing set, you know, situations. Do we all need that in order to be great? Mm. Yeah, and, and so and I, I I love that. And also, what I'm noticing, you know, in my question, there was no suggestion that it had to be something traumatic, spectacular, no, I, or life changing. Absolutely, like like there, can, there it, wasn't right. And 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 so, what was that for you? So. What comes to mind, so I was just saying what I, what I general, what I used to not like about that question. But then when I learned to start trusting my intuition and say, you know, I know what came to mind when you said that. What ha- what, what, what comes to mind by me is I was, um, in my early twenties. And I had gone on a, my first ever personal development workshop. I had gotten there through some deep, you know, conversations, you know, it felt like just the right thing to explore. And there I learned about this thing that you talk about seeing the world one way and that shifting. Um, the ideas that I learned there is what brought me to actually first work with a coach. That's where I learned about what a coach is. And why okay. would anyone have this thing called a life coach? And the for me, the, when you ask, you know, what was the big shift for you? I remember specifically a conversation that really changed my life. And that was either my coach asked me or I asked him. I don't remember. But the question was, 
what makes something true? Mm. And for me, I was absolutely clear. The only way to really know if something is absolutely true is if everybody says it is. And through either that question or that answer or the reframe around that, because that indeed is not the correct answer. Right. Although we love to say that there are no wrong answers. It's pretty, it's pretty wrong, that one. But I remember being the person, before I even know what the word being was, that that made absolute sense to me. I could only really know what's true and who I am if that's the general consensus. Right. So the logic that you had was if it's true as a general consensus, then it's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. How, how else would you? I remember, yeah. see, that's why I don't know who asked it, but I remember being, I definitely said, well, how else would you know what's true? Mm-hmm. That is definitely that the foolproof way. And when I understood, I don't know how long it took. I feel like it didn't take a great amount of time. I've noticed that I grasped concepts pretty quickly. Um, but when I realized that actually what makes something true is if it's true for you, that, that blew my mind. Mm. You know what? I've never heard it that way before. Yeah. Because you know in yeah. your heart, when I sit and I'm present with you and I'm present anywhere yeah. in my life, what's true for me is what's true for me. Yeah, 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 beautiful. And I know that this is something I've heard a lot uh, in the book and also in, uh, in, in listening to Steve Hardison, and it's something that he says is, two things can be true at the same time. And I'm seeing that through the way that you're speaking, how truth, two, two things are always going to be true at the same time. Because right now there's your truth and then there's my truth. And your truth is true for you. My truth is true for me. And if we can both, yeah, be cool with that, then it's no, we're no, we're no longer trying to understand what is the truth. Does that make sense? I hear what you just said as being the next step. I hear what you're saying as there's this thing that I think me and you know, like when you're pretty far along this work, you've been doing this, and there's new ideas that start becoming available to you. And I see what you said as being um, the next step. You, what I heard you say was, we each create our own reality. Yeah, and so then we, and, and yeah, we each create our own reality, and our reality occurs to us as true. Yeah. So I wanted, I, I was saying my insight was one step before that, meaning, who am I? How would I know who I am mm-hmm. if not what everybody tells me? Right. That insight that I had 
is, I mean, that, that question, that question is, comes from a victim mindset, a victim of, I have no identity other than the one that's attributed to me by mass consensus. Mm -hmm. And then there's the realization that I am who I say I am. So I get to, I get to choose. Do I want to own your judgments or do I want to say that's not, that's not true for me? It was, it was yeah. to me either the same thought or yeah. the same time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really powerful when you can be in conversation. And, and I think this is where, you know, if we're, if, it's always interesting to bring it into a case when it's really practical. I'll tell you what's coming up for me as you say all of this. There was a time when uh, um, I was having a conversation with my soon-to-be mother-in-law when we got married um, in uh, about three years ago in, in Guatemala, where my wife is from. And um, my wife's mother is very religious, and she had a very, very clear idea around us having a religious wedding. And it was absolutely unconceivable for her to imagine that we would get married outside a church. And um, it was in seeing that the reality and the importance of that for her and recognizing that I was faced with um, one of the most impossible, what, what felt to me like the most impossible conversation with her is about honoring as us as a couple, how we want to do things. And it was, you know, a setting that was outside a church. And that's how my wife and I wanted it to be. Um, and it occurred to her as disrespectful and a humiliation and almost to the point where she didn't even, she was considering not showing up. And in that moment, there was a, um, it was so clear that her reality was absolutely true to her. And so in that, where am I going with this story? It was, I was speaking to her and there is absolutely nothing I could have said that was going to change her mind. And actually what you said right there, Raphael, is the only thing I was actually able to say to just kind of not even go in the conversation with her. And all I said was it, that's her ideas of religion is true to her, but that is not true to me. And that was, and, and with that, there was in the face of complete disagreement, we both got to understand, we both got to actually honor and respect that each of us are doing what is true for us. And that was such a powerful moment when I, like, I remember just saying to her, I get it that that is so true for you. And that is just not true for me. And what I'm hearing in what you're saying in that is, that's not true for me. Yeah. And, you're so amazing, though, that in that moment, you did both things at the same time. You were able to recognize your truth and honor her truth as well. 
Yeah. That's that's double. That's like double extra credit. You hope we went to on vacation after that. But like I I I'm I'm saying like to first be like you did you got so clear in yourself and her at the same time, and I'm just focusing on myself and what's true for me before I can reconcile other people. And in your situation, if I was you in your situation, it would be you know, at that point when I had that insight, if I used the situation that you just told me, it would be, well, am I wrong in my religious beliefs? If I if I get married outside of church, is there something wrong with me? I mean, that's what it seems. And then I tune into, no, I know what's true for me. And that's what's true for me. And it's, that's. That's okay. I get to I get to be with that. And for me, it's a whole nother step. And still not judge the other person for judging me. Yeah, that's a tricky one. Yeah. Right? I want yeah. to just be here. Yeah. My my idea of religion is not based on everybody else's guidelines. Yeah. Then when I become a master monk like yourself, I could say, and I still love everyone else for their for their truth as well. That took dude, me did, years did, did you just call me a master monk? I did. It <laughs> came up for me. So it came up for me. <laughs> I really don't know about that. Some some days I feel like a master monk and a monk. See, and some, but, some, but it's a possibility. The possibility, yeah, yeah. And and you know what? Some some, some days like I feel like a hot mess. You know, so. <laughs> well, that's important because at least you're still human. I don't. I try not to have interviews with superhumans. So, right. so you're good. You're good. <laughs> so that was for sure the biggest insight for me because I felt like my. I, I mean, they were. My eyes were so open to the yeah. world that I created. That this world, everything only has the meaning that I give it, because it is all up to me at that. Until that point, I had no idea reality was reality, and the stories that everyone decides are the truth. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So, so Rafael, there's, there's a. I, I want to move the direction of this conversation um, more about getting to know more about you, and I'd love to hear a little bit more about what do you do? Like, what do you actually? What, what does it look like? What does the, what does the world of Rafael look like? And Tell us a little bit more about what do you actually do for a living and who 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 am I actually speaking to here? Oh. <laughs> I do living. I love saying that. I've gotten many um um what's it what are they called? Like private messages from those people who want you to invest with the crypto. So the way they do it is say, Well, so what do you do? And I say, Well, I live. And they say, well, how do you support yourself with that? Don't you want to have some safe, free investment? I'm like, no, no, I don't. I do not want to have any money. And then they say, well, then how do you survive? And they say, we are not having this conversation. But um, yeah, <laughs> but what, so what do I do? So I am a coach and a baker. Those are not two things together. People have told me that's an interesting conversation. These are two ways that I live and that I express myself. I started off um, only coaching and 
I've, I've been baking my whole life and I've always been really creative with that. And when through, you know, my divorce and when I needed more income and, um, for anybody who's gone through divorce, everybody knows you lose all your money. Just, just heads up in case anybody wants to know. You lose all your money. And that's awesome. It gave me, so you'll, you lose your reputation also, depending on how, how dirty it gets. I, I was indeed, um, privy to both. So I, it was such a creative outlet for me. And I used my coaching skills to build a home-based business and, and, um, build my reputation back with that kind of by moving forward. Um, so that's what I do for a living. Well, so, I, so I, I want to just slow that down. There's, 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 is it okay if we just unpack a bit of that? Cause I, I'm really curious about how you did that. So, so here's what I heard. You'd lost everything, your reputation, your pretty much all your money, uh, mm-hmm. your life partner. And, um, what came first, the baking or the coaching or like what, what, what the actually coaching, happened? The coaching was, I've been coaching for, for years and years, even, you know, while I was married. Um, I've also been, I've been baking as a hobby since, right. since I was a kid. Um, while I was married, um, at that time, my wife had expressed an interest in, in creating a business. And because I am the creator. Um, I said, I'll, 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 I'll get that going for you. And that's what I did. I just started saying, okay, I started, you know, posting on social media and spreading the word that now I have this business. And while married, um, officially, you know, I, I told my wife, I'm like, this is going to be your business and I'll, I'll help you with this and I'll support you with this. But we were doing it together. I was, it could be I was doing <laughs> even the majority of it. Um, so once that happened and then I went out on my own, I just started again. I just started a business again, the yeah. same way I did the first time. And it's, it, 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 it was mm-hmm. a creative outlet for me. It still is. I love the creativity of it and. I stick with that. If I, I, I only do things that are fun and creative, that's my commitment. So I don't do things for people. So, so what was, what was the bakery business? It was, what, what was that like? What were you, how were you, was it a, um, a brick and mortar place or, or no? So it was, it was, it was, it was a catering. Of, it was out of, it was out of home by, by custom order. Okay. So, so that's, and that's what I, that's what I still do. I do it out of my home. I, uh, I have a website at this point mm-hmm. and I, it was used to be mainly based off of Instagram where I got orders from. Yeah. Now, um, um, I have the website for people who are not on social media. Well, what's the website for people that are listening? Oh, my website is called fullyfrostedchicago.com. Okay. And is it only um, for Chicago? I do not, yeah. I do not ship. So if you do not want to t- torture yourself, don't. Just go looking there and being all sad about you can't have any. Like I'm sorry. Yeah, and so 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 who's who's um, Raphael being when he is baking? Um, the same me that I'm being in my conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, the same me that's showing up to you right now. Um, I don't 
um, I don't, I don't ever have to switch hats. That's and, so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the the only thing that that maybe shifted a couple of years ago, maybe at this point, is that I used to be afraid of telling people all the different things I do because I was afraid of the judgments mm-hmm. of well, you can't do this and also do that. You know what kind of coach bakes. Yeah, and then um, the more I <clears throat> stop stop holding on to those judgments and start yeah. being more freeing and make sure that my all my lives overlap yeah. and all the different people I know, I, I I specifically do not sectionalize any different people in my life, and everybody can crash into each other, and I love that. So well, there's such a fullness and and an, and a just like an being with it all. That's what I'm hearing. I just be with yeah. it all. I be with life at every form, shape, person, whatever it comes, I'm being with it all. That's how yeah. it occurs to me when you say that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of like, I don't know if that's anything to do with what we said before, but it's kind of like how I create everything is notice if I'm having any hesitation, judgment, Yeah. Yeah. and, and bring those out. By the way, you should know, like I have something in the oven I'm going to have to take out right now. Yeah. So that doesn't get to restrict me. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, that's, I'm kind of astonished by the synchronicity in this, in your story and how much I see myself in your story. I um, started an online cooking class business last year. And I love I, that. And so when COVID happened, I was coaching as well. And I came to a point where I felt like I wanted to do something more creative than just being in conversation. And for me, my creative outlet is cooking. And so also my wife is a health coach. And it's so interesting because you said, I'll get that going for you. And I wasn't honest with myself the way you were honest with yourself. Because actually the truth is I wanted to help my wife to get more of a platform and to be more out there as a health coach. So I thought, well, let's come together. And, and so we created this um, a, a, a cooking company where we were able to cook with people because people were in lockdowns. They were in their house. They had to cook anyway. And so we got awesome. to cook together and there was a community around it. And, it and, and we did that for eight months. And it really kind of got, yeah, I mean, it, it just organically just grew very quickly and what i noticed was i wasn't honest with myself around why i was doing it and the only reason i was really doing it was because i wanted to help my wife and give her a platform for it so at some point um my wife got pregnant and then she no longer i I just didn't see the future of of me continuing this by myself and i remember to the day after she told me that, you know, she got pregnant. And I said, you know what, babe, you're, you're, it was the, there was the, the relationship started to get really challenging having a business together. And I, and in that moment, I just remember saying, Hey, you know, your, your only job is to be a healthy, happy mama and to be the best mom to grow this baby. And and I came back to coaching, and that's when I discovered the Ultimate Coach book. 
and it allowed me to fall in love with coaching more deeply, but more importantly, to fall in love with life more deeply. And from that moment, I recreated myself as a coach, and I've been recreating myself as a coach since January this year in a way that is um, beyond anything I was doing before. Um, and so it's, I, I mean, beyond anything, I think it's more like it's a build-up. And so when I'm hearing, what I'm hearing in your story really hits home. I just feel like, wow, this is my, this is my brother here. <laughs> you know? So what, what did you, I, I, I'm not sure if I missed a piece. Where was the not being honest of yourself? Oh, what so, was the before so, and after? Yeah. So the reason why I actually created the business, my, un, the motivation was that it was actually to, it was something I wanted to do that was fun, but it was also to give my wife a platform for her health coaching business so that she could, so her business could take off. Mm -hmm. And I was out of integrity where I, I was inauthentic about that with myself and with her. And I was, because the truth is I, or what I was, or the lie I was telling myself is I'm doing it because it's a passion project for me. Oh, I see. So I enrolled her from the place of, hey, this is something I want to do. And I think it would be awesome if we did it together. Do you want to join me? Rather than, hey, I have an idea and I think this is really going to help your business. Do you want to try it out? And I'm willing to partner up with you. For that. Like, that would have been the honest conversation I didn't have with her. Yeah, I see. I see. So because I was inauthentic in the way I created it and dishonest with myself, that showed up throughout the whole creation and throughout, like it was founded. <laughs> it was a business founded on inauthenticity. I see. You know, that's interesting. And I, and I can, I, and I was not able to see that. I was not able to see that. And so like, no wonder there were, clashes and expectations and why is she not more invested like it's like well no wonder so so also this you know looking back and 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 then the book was also a slap in the face around where am i out of integrity with my word so so i mean i use the word slap in the face like a wake-up call it was a gift right so that's that's really interesting for me to, to, to even speak out now into, into this conversation because just by speaking it with you now, it's, I'm able to see that so much more clearly. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting with that. I'm seeing if, if something's coming up for me here. I'm just going to speak it out. Maybe it'll, it'll help me a little more. Um, so, yeah, you, you noticed that I did say that I, 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 I told my wife, I said, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll create that business for you. And I did view it like that. And I supported her with that. And there was a lot of my coaching mentality, which was helpful, which she didn't really appreciate. I wasn't like preaching, but I was saying like, Hey, like, 
if someone had a business, this is what they would, they would like own that. They would like tell people about it. So like I encouraged her, I was like, so when people ask you what you do, you should tell them. And eventually, you know, some things were helpful. And I remember there were things that she would do that I didn't, I didn't, um, I don't know what the right word is. Like I didn't like from a service perspective. Right. Like I had a much more service giving attitude that was not present. And I would like those things would bother me. I was like, no, like this is like customer service and how to deal with people from a service way that I had been working on myself. I noticed that not like you say, not like interfering, but being a point of clash, which is why when it was time for me to start my own business, I was excited to put all that into practice and do it in the way that felt most authentic to me. So when I opened my business on my own, I did it from a place of yeah, passion and creativity. And because it was a natural byproduct of the work that I was already doing, I get to mm. serve people in another yeah. way. It's another yeah. way of serving people another way of of being excited and showing up for me like i I mentioned a little bit before but uh, i'll say it again like i get to show up powerfully for people in what i'm not going to do either or how it's gonna go or you know this is your option this is how you pay this is how it's gonna work this is something i'm not gonna do and this is something that i will do it helped it, it has helped me in my in my clarity and in my confidence as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if that was a brand product of anything that you said, but that's what came up for me just now. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I'm I'm being present to that, and I'm also being present as I look at you and people that because we've got our camera on right now, and so people can't see that behind you. I'm reading a thing called the Being Experience, and there's a date. And um, I wanted to know, what's that about? Oh, okay. We could take that fork in the road. Well, well, the being experience is the event that I created that's happening in, in Chicago this summer. And what that about is about is I was, I was sitting. I happened to be two times I was listening to people expressing the desire to be with me and for me to do an event in Chicago. And I, as, as cliche as this might sound, I said, I don't do events. And that did not resonate with me at all as a way for me to be with people. Like, if you want to be with me, we can definitely arrange that. Um, but it didn't, it didn't formulate in a, in an event form. Mm-hmm. So I was sitting with it and really my, my, you know what? I, I remember now I had read something and I do not remember what it was. I'm not going to spend time trying to remember what that was, but something was triggered in me that I would love to share my passion 
for my experience with what I've shared with you today, being present, mm. being practical with being and having that be something that influences people. Beautiful. Well, you know, Rafael, it sounds like you had an inspired thought and you immediately created with that and then you jumped into action and yeah. you've been creating. So how long has it been since you had that inspired thought? That has been, I, I remember it being in May. In May. So, okay. Um, unless it was the end of April. Okay. So, so I think of, it was the end of April. So, and, uh, yeah. So end of April, today is the 29th of June. Yeah. What's, what's your journey been like since the end of April to the 29th of June? If you were going to kind of give us a bit of a, so, an, an experience. And so what, 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 how's that been for you? So what's interesting is I would say that, that that specific journey from the end of April, you know, to now, um, there hasn't been, there hadn't been much of a shift in who I was being. Yeah. There was um, a lot of me continuously getting clear on my commitments. I've grown a lot in my idea of what commitment is and what I've learned about that. And the journey of uh, what's, what's occurring for me and what I'm in the middle of right now is the enrollment of people to the event journey. And until today mm -hmm. or yeah. yesterday, there yeah. has not been a lot of enrollment. Yeah. And I got to and get to keep on looking into that. Okay. So, 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 so what does the word enrollment mean to you? I want to, I'm going to answer that, but I just want to finish answering. The oh, yeah, yeah. Question. Go ahead. Go ahead. So the journey has been me being present to what's my commitment to the experience. What am I creating? Why did I have this idea? And what am I committed to? That not shifting, regardless of how many people sign up. Mm. Me getting clear to, I want to share what being means to me, what being present means to me, what growth means to me. And that's not dependent on how many people show up. I'm creating commitment to an event which is going to be powerful that's not dependent on anything. So what I'm hearing is you're committed to the outcome no matter what the outcome is. Exactly. And I got to keep on remembering if anything, if I'm feeling anything around here, What's my commitment? Why am I doing this? Yeah. And that allowed me to not only stay in integrity, but keep reminding myself, what, you know, what does integrity mean to me? Integrity means I'm creating this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not attached to an outcome. And well, tell me more about the event. Like, is it a paid event? Is it? What, yeah. What, so this is, this is an event that's required, that does require a commitment from the attendees. Because I want their commitment. People showing up. Where, where, well, we'll, 
we will be stepping into the unknown, but it's a powerful experience of being present with whatever growth means to you, whatever being means to you. I am, I personally am inspired by people who have read the Ultimate Coach book and have had a shift. I want to be with them. Yeah. I want them to share what that is to and, them. And what, what's, and how, yeah, keep going. And how that shifted them. So it's mm-hmm. about, this is how being practically showed up for me. Yeah. And, and, this and is so, how it showed up for me. What, what possibilities do you see for people that will be a part, that will participate fully in the being experience? It's gonna, the, the possibility is, is leaving a different person that in a good way, meaning being, <laughs> right? Being, becoming so in tune with yourself, res- like, like you're feeling me here. When you're in a room with people who are so fully embodying what it means to them, yeah, that shifts you. It's going to shift me. I'm excited. This this might be a selfish event, but I'm going to be getting a ton of it, from, a ton from it also. I love that. Yeah, and and what would be a dream come true outcome for you personally? A dream come true is for. Whoever comes to the event to be so effective and grateful that they came, like that would that would mean that would mean a a lot to me to know that they got that. I need to I need to put in over here that I've had conversations with people. And, and we'll get back to your enrollment question in a second, but I've had enrollment conversations with people that have gotten them so clear not to come. And that was equally fulfilling to me. Yeah. Well, well, what is it not about? Like, who is it not for? It's not for someone looking to learn a technique. Okay. It's not for someone who's looking for the work to be done to them. Yes. It's not for someone expecting anything. And how have you enrolled people to be inspired, moved, and just like really committed to fully to being there and showing up because you've, that's what you've been doing. Yeah. And how's so, that, what's your experience been with that? The, the only thing I can tell you is by me showing up right. just like that and being so passionate about the person and not about the event. Okay. So it's what I'm about, hearing, yeah, what I'm hearing is the vision you have for this event is a vision you have for each individual person attending the event more than a vision of, and I think that's why it's called the experience. And what I'm hearing actually in this conversation is that it's not an, it's not an event, it's an experience. And so in calling it an experience, the vision you have is for the experience of each individual that'll be there, regardless of how many people show up. Absolutely. 
Oh, I love, I love hearing that from you. I want to do what you just said, but that's exactly it. Like I'm enrolled. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. It's about yeah. each individual. And I, I've had, I've had, like I said, I've had the conversations where I've committed people not to coming. Yeah. And I'm so excited for them. And it's, and what I love about that is you're very clear about the commitment for those that do come. So if it's 15 people or 150 people, what matters is that they're coming for the right reasons and they're yeah. coming with an intention and a full commitment to get an absolute breakthrough and experience something that will change, leave them transformed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I fully agree to your summary. And it's just super important to me in, in my life and my work to add in here, like something I said at the Phoenix event, when we talk about transformation and people changing, it was important for me to know this in my journey. And that's why I'm passionate about sharing it is that there's nothing wrong with you as you are. And there's not a transformation that needs to happen. And the transformation that happens is not you becoming someone else. It's you becoming more you. The work we're always doing is constantly refining ourselves and shedding the stories that don't serve us. We become unrecognizable from the person we thought we were supposed to be mm. to the person we now are, but you always have that in you inside. Yeah. So it makes perfect sense that you're not going to get tools, strategies, and application-based learning. It's more of a stripping away of everything that's not you. So what's left is you. Yes. I love that. Man, I'm going to re-listen to this podcast. You're saying such gold. Well, I love it. Well, this is this is the essence of um, of who I see you as a man who has stripped so much away to be able to to be with me in this conversation with such clarity, with such presence. The way that you speak, I find it's it's so it's so clear. What something I, I really appreciate about you, Rafael, is you're so clear and you're so precise in your language and there's no spirituality can often feel very gray you're black and white like that's what i'm there's no gray actually area actually and physically yeah actually and physically so so what i what i mean by that is there's just like this is what it is this is what is not this is, you know, so, so I love the, the clarity in which you bring to that. And, um, and I just, um, I just want to acknowledge you for taking action for what you're creating and for the difference this is going to make in the world. And if anyone is on the fence listening to this, how can they, what would you say to them? Anyone right now on the fence thinking maybe this is for me, maybe not. I say, let's talk. And how can they contact you? What's the best they, way for them to be in touch with you? The best way is is through Facebook. They can message me on Facebook. Okay. Um, 
Um, that's really the best way to get through to me. And what's 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 amazing is that that is the only way to ever get through to anyone in any direction is through a conversation. And I'm not out to have conversations to sell anything. Like I said, I'm committed to the clarity. And sometimes it can be hard for people to trust that. And that's what they're creating. So, yeah, so I, I want to kind of bump, jump in here and just say something to those people that may be on the fence right now who are I'm not sure. What an act of generosity we've just heard now from Rafael. Anyone, and I really mean anyone, who can be in the presence of this man has the possibility just in just that conversation alone could shift something deeply, deeply powerful for you. So even if you're not just the invitation to reach out to him, to connect with him on Facebook and the, and that conversation alone can do so much for you. I know that I've seen it for myself. I've seen it for many people and that's who Raphael is. And so I feel just so, uh, so hopeful for who you're being right now, for your generosity of spirit and service. You are just such a man of, uh, of service. And I know that this event is going to be such a breakthrough for the many that attend. Thank you. Thank you, Philip. And is there any way that you're looking for support? Is there any kind of support that you're looking for? I am looking for people who want to show me their heart. If anybody yeah. has anything they'd like to share with me, anyone's got any feedback, anyone's got any thoughts, I am, I am open and willing to listen. And I happen to have a special appreciation for people who say things that they're scared to say or if they're worried about insulting me. Because um, the worst that can happen is I'll block you and make sure you never contact me again. So that's the worst that can happen. But I honor, I really do love when people, you know, when, 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 they, when they share that honesty, you know. So... Yeah, I'm open to anybody who has anything that they think, you know, Rafal should know this, or I wonder if he knows this. You know, I w I'd love to hear it. Well, beautiful. Rafal, I feel this is a beautiful place for us to complete today. Um, how do you feel about that? I feel, I feel great, and I, I agree with you. I think, I think, we, uh, think we nailed it. Is there because anything? Yeah, no, we didn't. It was, it was, uh, it, yeah, I really appreciated it. And I feel like there's definitely, um, a lot of, of golden nuggets that you dropped along the way. And, and the, yeah, I feel this conversation is full of richness and insight and wisdom. Um, is there anything you want to say just before we close and complete this conversation? Um, the only thing that comes to mind is anybody who's listening who might suggest to someone they know to listen to this podcast that they should tell them specifically that we covered like 10 different things. 
So what they should look out for so that their friend doesn't start listening, looking for that one thing is like, they're talking about divorce. Why am I listening to this? So just to be clear that there's that if there was any nuggets that you got from here, mark down that area and just listen to those again. I know I'm being listening to this again. So that's what I would say. Well, thank you for all of you who are listening and who have been with us and who are also the new listeners who may be just joining us today for the first time. Welcome to the Ultimate Coach podcast to you. It has been a pleasure, Raphael, to uh, share this episode with you. Thank you for showing up, showing us your heart, showing us who you are. And I am uh, inspired and full of possibility I see for you and the people who will attend in Chicago. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Philip. Thanks for your being with us. Thank you for listening. If you know someone who would benefit from today's conversation, please share this podcast with them. Also, we invite you to visit theultimatecoachbook.com so you can continue your personal exploration of being. There you will find links to join our wonderful community, get your own copy of The Ultimate Coach Book, and more. Simply go now to www.theultimatecoachbook.com. That's www.theultimatecoachbook.com. The link is also available in the show notes. We appreciate your support. Be blessed. Be you.